believe it's recording. Oh, awesome. Well, great. We just hit the button. We, yeah. went, we went analog there for a second. Oh, technology. All right. Let's see if it'll... Blur. Hang on. Let me tap you so... There we go. Beautiful. All right. I remember back in the days of analog satellite when you'd watch an entire show in that blurry stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember when used to there was blur. I remember when they started having to put makeup on football players and stuff like that to make them pretty. Well, there was a uh, my uh, my aunt had a had the old satellite, you know, and you'd, you'd plug in the number and be like, <laughs> and they could tell if you were watching a channel you weren't supposed to watch by the direction that the satellite was facing. <laughs> All right, that was a good warm up. Okay, so. We ran into, no surprise, Nick the Nutter Buster and Tim, last name withheld to protect identity. We ran into some issues. I don't uh, bust nutters. <laughs> um, I, don't think, I don't think this year you've busted much of anything, uh, Tim. You know, uh, How many did you kill this year? You know, I was going on a protection model this year. I was Right, right. Uh, they used to call me the deer protector until I killed Rex. That, that right. was actually my nickname that where was, I hunted. That, that's, that was the last deer you killed how many years ago? No, it was not the last deer I killed how many years ago. Well, we're, we're glad that you were leaving some deer for others I, like it, myself. It, it is a magnanimous thing for me to do. It is very, very... Tim is a very selfless person. <laughs> um, I'm a very selfless person. He's also a very tech-savvy person. I, unfortunately, am not. Um, so when we were doing the... Um, trying to get the podcast up and off the ground it was terrible terrible um his audio came through okay um so i'm basically gonna have to emulate his rig because my audio it sounded like you were farting through a tin can kind of sounds like that when you just talk (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to say that out loud and that yeah you did but i thought i had a monologue okay enough enough of the buddy chemistry okay let's get down to business no um so, just to see if there is an interest in two South Alabama rednecks talking about hunting and fishing, um, we're doing this as kind of a pilot. Rotate. We, we, yeah, rotate. Uh, there's, there's no D, it's rotate. 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 Okay. Rotate. Anyway, I'm right. Kunas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're, do, we're doing this format instead. We've already learned some big lessons in the past, what, hour? Um, we've learned that we were not at all prepared to do a podcast. Um, so we're going to get that fixed. Our heart was there. The The, heart was in the right place. Yes. It's just the technology wasn't. Yes. Yeah. Um, but just like hunting, you live and you learn, you regroup and you try again next weekend. So, um, but we're going to kind of go over just, um, how we both started as hunters. We're going to kind of introduce ourselves how we started hanging out, how that disaster happened. Um, so we'll start with a really simple, easy icebreaker question. Tim, what are you drinking? What? I'm drinking Barrett's Ginger Beer, which is non-alcoholic. And that's because I may have had one or two drinks too many at the Fancy Pants wedding I was at last night. So you're saying you had three drinks? I had four, <laughs> but these were very heavy-handed. Um, like me. These were very heavy-handed pours of uh, of Knob Creek and uh, and soda water. Fair enough. And Fair enough. Um, like I was just like, no, it doesn't need to be half bourbon. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. Half and half. Yeah, yeah. So right, I was yeah, like, uh, you, you don't. 
It's like with the good bourbon, you don't actually have to do all of that. Was, was the bartender gay? Do you think he was trying to... No, no. In fact, um, it's funny because he was a bartender from back... I, he, he recognized me, which I told my wife I thought that was weird because bartenders don't usually remember guys unless you cause problems or tip outrageously in one direction or the other. But uh, the uh, he actually remembered me, or at least acted like he did. But it was just this guy. Or he, I mean, I think it was like six bartenders. This was a big fancy pants wedding. Big fancy pants. I don't get invited to those. I don't know why. It's the first wedding I've ever been to where I didn't know a soul on my own regard. It was all my wife's uh, co-workers and whatnot. So Tim is drinking soda because he can't handle his liquor. But it says beer. Okay. Tim is also capitalizing off of technicalities. That's, I mean, <laughs> technicalities make up life. That's true. I'm drinking Yingling um, because it is cheap like Miller Lite, but actually tastes like something. It's the cheapest beer you can get that actually tastes like something. America's oldest oldest brewery. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, they don't have this in Louisiana. I opened up a store back when I was still doing that and went to Louisiana, and I had the lady at the gas station ask me, What's Yingling? And I just, I just knew. She was hitting that, on you. That, that, that was. <laughs> <laughs> it set the tone for the week. You know, when you speak of hitting on me, like, you know the most popular pickup line in Louisiana, right? Uh, hey, don't babe. you have Louisiana friends here? <laughs> I do. Aren't we going to be at, like, Saddlepalooza with these people and there will uh, be a tent separating? Not, not the one that's, that I'm thinking. Oh, so we can talk total garbage. We okay. can absolutely talk shit about a certain somebody okay. from Louisiana. He knows who he is. Um, but the most popular pickup line in Louisiana is Hey Babe, Nice Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have fit with this lady at this, this gas station. Um, I just knew it wasn't going to go well. But anyway, um, I've already had a England. We're going to have another one, and we're going to talk about deer hunting. We're going to segue into our first real question. Are you ready, Tim? Are you warmed up? I'm ready to seg. Good. You know, the, the guy who made the segue died on the segway. I did know that. Yeah, that he went off a have... cliff. That doesn't have anything to do on with his segway. Doesn't have anything. I mean, to talk do about you know, he segued off the cliff. How do you he segued off the cliff? That's the that was okay. the most <laughs> ultimate segue in history. <laughs> Extreme segue. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's about the trails. Anyway, yeah, it's, and guys, I warned you ahead of time. We don't know what we're doing. Um, I like bunny trails. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Basically, we're sorry. I don't mean that in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, explain how you got into hunting. Um, in a serious sense, um, outside of you know shooting BBs at um, songbirds. Yeah, we've all been there. Everybody's been there. Um, my uh, stepfather had some property and was like, "Hey, you should hunt deer." And I was like, "You know what? I'll kill a deer." Yeah. And uh, and I actually went out there with the whole idea. It's like you know. I don't know if I'm going to shoot this deer and then start crying or if I'm going to, you know, it's going to make me into a, a psycho killer or if it won't do a thing. And uh, it took about three years before it ever even happened. So, it, it, you know, yeah. and, and so far I've not become a psychopath. So that's pretty good. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of got my uh, feet under me outside of Dothan, Alabama. Okay. And that's... Uh, you know, you do the thing where you 
you know, if you get into hunting a little bit later in life, you just start throwing money and stuff. <laughs> like, well, I didn't. Uh, I, got, I did not get into hunting later in life, and hunting it, is all about throwing money. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, once, well, like when you're single and you, or at least just not married, and you're and you're hunting and you're new to it, you're like, well, you know what? I'll bet if I threw another three hundred dollars at this, I'd definitely kill that deer. And it doesn't. There, there. I don't know that that. Um, I don't know that they're related. I think it's. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was doing all sorts of stupid stuff. So, so you started when? When did you shoot your first deer? How old were you? I was not asking you to age yourself. Right. No, I mean I was uh, definitely early thirties. Early thirties. Um, maybe yeah, definitely early thirties. Wow. Yeah, I know, that's, right? That's pretty, late, that's pretty late. In life. I know. I, mean, I think I shot. I don't. So I started. I, I was going with my dad hunting when I was probably three. Um, because he had to babysit the kid, and you know, I just got put uh, snugly and took the deer woods. Where else? We were babysitting the kid. Better, better babysitting mm -hmm. a deer stand. Absolutely. Um, I think the first deer I ever killed, I was maybe eight, maybe seven. Um, shot at a doe three times with a scoped thirty thirty, and missed her three times. There were three shells in the gun. I had never Did you shot. Scare her. To I had, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had never shot a scope. I'd never shot through a scope. You this usually don't hit gun. animals if you shoot your scope. This was, I had never shot through it. I had never <laughs> looked at a deer in the crosshairs of okay. a scope before. I had always shot iron sights with like Red Rider BB guns and stuff like that. And I had shot in center fire rifles. Um, but for whatever reason, I was out there hunting with actually my uncle, which I think it's one of only like two times I ever hunted with him. Um, but my first deer was not killed with my dad. It was killed with my uncle. Interesting factoid. Um, but I shot three times at this doe, and she just stayed there in a green field, let me shoot at her. And I ran out of bullets in my thirty thirty, and my uncle was jacking bullets out of his thirty thirty to put in my thirty thirty. He had iron sights, and so I said, "Well, just give me that one." She had a death wish. Just give me that one. Now there were there were two does and a and a yearling, and what's funny is the yearling was the one who wanted to get the hell out of dodge. First gunshot goes off, and he takes off. The smart one. And he stops at the edge of the field waiting for them to follow, and he, like, walks on pins and needles and back, and is like, you guys. This. He did it each time I shot. And the others were just like, nah, it's fine. That kid's seven. He's, like, got scope eye. He's hit himself three times. He's fine. He's not hitting anybody. He's probably concussed by now. You're good, kid. So I got the third one, and I put iron sights on her, and I dropped her in her tracks. Um... And then that started the madness. It took, like like you said, it took you several years to kill your first deer. It took me several years of hunting to kill my first. This was back when um, doe hunting in South Alabama, killing those was not socially acceptable. Right. Um, so the first few years it's I still hunted, not in, some <clears throat> in some circles it's still not. Um, but the, the guys that ran the club I was in did not like you to shoot does. You were given one doe per year that you could shoot, even though Alabama had at the time changed it to a two doe a day limit. Um, we came out of having a one-week doe season to the open it year-round, and they did two does a day. Now we're back on one doe a day. Well, not year-round, but like season. Well, yeah, season-round. <clears throat> year-round if you're hunting with the type of people I hunt with. <laughs> <laughs> um, you your face is on here, right? <laughs> innocent until proven guilty. I no, but in all, in all seriousness, um, it is interesting. Tim and I started very different. Um... He started later on in life. I've been kind of in it since day one. My granddaddy hunted. My daddy hunted. My whole family hunted. I came up in it. Um, it is interesting. He mentions throwing a lot of money at stuff. I've thrown a lot of money at stuff. 
Um, but I'm very much a keep it simple, stupid kind of guy. Tim, Tim is not. Tim is a gadget man, um, which is is fun hunting with him because he comes at things from a lot different angle. <laughs> than, than I like to think of it as a different vector. Yeah. Back. You see that right there? That sums Tim up. It's not an angle; it's a vector. That's right, because it's 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 moving at an angle, so it's a vector. I don't know why I hang out because <laughs> no one else will put up with your BS. This is this is true. It's this more is, necessity than this anything. is very true. I'm much more charming from a distance than I am in person. Um, yes, yeah, I would agree. With that. That's that's accurate. So, so that's kind of so you started later in you, life. You are remarkably more charming when you're in the water putting decoys out, and I'm not. It's uh, you are an absurdly charming person when it when when the Wait, water's right nice. here on you, and I'm yeah. sitting there yeah. drinking coffee. Yeah. That's in the teens. Yeah, you are extremely charming exactly. in that. But there's distance. You're right. That's, you're that's, you're much more charming when we're jetting down the river at 30 miles yeah. then yeah yeah you're a lot more charming doing that than when I'm paddling your ass down the river somewhere getting um, yelled at for for shooting coot that was a story that is a story. A, story we'll another time. we'll get there we'll get there that's a story um, but yeah so we kind of come at things from a different angle and I think that you know, we kind of cover both sides of it you know people who are steeped in the hunting tradition versus people who discovered it later on um and kind of a good segue, how um, how, we're, how we are or not charming. Um, so we met, and I'll I'll tell you what I remember of it, and you might have a different version of it. But I remember I was working at archery counter in a store, and there was this dude that come in who always had these just retarded questions, and he wanted to talk forever. And he talked and he talked and he talked. It's like he didn't work for a living or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was working at an insurance company at that time. Were you really? Okay. Yeah, I just hated it. So it well, just, just... and we met from a mutual dissatisfaction with our current careers because I, at the time, was more than happy to talk with somebody for forty-five minutes to an hour instead of doing my job. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I want to say we it started off. We were talking about what our true targets. What, uh, what was, your, was the first thing the you came in? First thing was a uh, blind chair. Ah, yeah. We were talking about the merits yeah. of, of a particular blind chair. Not a chair they couldn't see, but a chair for inside your blind. <laughs> I'm touched uh, that he remembers that. No, I just, it's just one of those weird things. I knew we were, yeah, well, I mean, maybe I'm confused because we had the blind chair's bulk stack. Well, no, I mean, that's where the conversation started. The because, right but, but then it moved on to the archery targets because, uh, I mean, you know, you put a knowledgeable guy on the archery stuff. So I was like, I don't know, see what he knows about this stuff. But it actually was... Is that the your your store was they had them on sale, even though it was still like this is not cheaper at all. True story. It's like you, you 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 all you did was just move them from where they were to the end cap and keep the price the exact same. This is not a deal, but but anyways, that that was that's how I remember. It. I mean, technically, I could be wrong. I mean, this is this is no, I, the, I think that's this right. is how the Mandela effect. So happens. people the, just remember stuff wrong. <laughs> So we, we met, and I remember that I, I was kind of just going through the motions, having a conversation. You were a decent dude. You weren't screaming at me. Uh, you weren't asking yeah. me to do anything that was that was too far out of the question. Um, I was just doing my thing. And uh, then you mentioned that you were hunting the Mobile Tensile Delta. And then I kind of perked up a little bit. You mentioned that you were hog hunting and getting off the boat up in the, in the grass with the hogs. And uh, I was like, well, maybe he's a little more hardcore about it than average. <laughs> Maybe he's, maybe he's a little more serious because most of my customers that come in they were not interested in getting off the boat in the swamp uh, 
Where the gators be. Where that where the gators do be. Uh, yeah, they, they like to sit in, in the box on the green field. <clears throat> they never did move beyond shooting four times at a deer with a 30-30. So I had kind of moved on at that point. Um, so we started doing that, and then I remember there was a... Uh, there was a lunch break at Five Guys. Yeah, yeah, it was right next and, to your next to your store. Yeah, yeah, it was right right there in in Booville, mm-hmm. uh, right on the outskirts of Booville. Booville. Uh, Just take my word for it. You you didn't work there long enough, but trust me, that store was on the edge of Booville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually a lot of murders. Not. I'm far aware. from your I'm quite from your store because uh, yeah, it's some horrible, horrible. And ones. but but then you go the equal distance the opposite way, and that's where they had like the, you know, I mean it was it's fairly upscale. But the town is weird that way. Yep, horrible murders. It was yeah. horrible. Yep. And then you go a block over, and there's nice Ritzy house. Like gangland style murders. Okay. Welcome to South Alabama. Um, well, yeah, we went. We went from there. I can't quite remember the details. Our first hunt. We've been on a bunch. I want to say we went out on your boat. That was the first hunt. Or no, 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 no. More hens. That was the yeah, yeah. More hens. Kayaks. Was the first hunt. Kayaks, kayaks, and, and shooting more hens that early season in September. That was a blast. So I dropped my uh, go-to <laughs> shotgun. I, I dropped Rainmaker, my single shot twenty gauge H and R. I dropped it, waiting on him to show up. But he was late. I was late. He was, was late, and I went ahead and paddled out a legal distance off of the causeway, and was was cruising the edges of the grass and shooting a couple birds. And he called and was saying, "Hey, I'm right there. I'm almost five minutes. Is it this boat ramp or this boat ramp?" And I'm trying to give him directions. And I had just shot a bird, so I'm chasing this crippled bird. I got a phone, I got a paddle, I got a gun, and I'm trying to grab this bird that's squawking and going in circles. And, and I'm the one with the gadgets. And, I, and I lurched, I lurched, and and the gun just blew into the water. So um, I ended up hanging up the phone with him and jumping out of the boat, and I was in water up to about booby height. Nipple height. About, about, about nipple high, and uh, feeling with my toes in the water, trying to get a hold of my shotgun. I found it. It's alligator um, season, by the way. This is when they're moving around. Yeah, late September. They're they're pretty they're, pretty they're, active. Yeah, it's it's hot. It's 80, 90 degrees outside. But I got the gun and <clears throat> washed it out and uh, shot a limit of moorhen with it and then went home and washed it. And that was uh, from then on out. We go hog hunting fairly regularly. We've deer hunted. We we did we did pretty good on ducks this year. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, especially for us not being duck hunters. Yeah, that's a common theme of this podcast. Will be that we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah, we we just kind of. Take we a stab just, at it. We just it. do. We, we just... We yeah. just... It don't seem like it be that way sometimes, but right. it do. It doesn't. So, um, kind of segueing into that, your first animal, your first big game animal that you killed was a deer, Was correct? a deer, yes. Okay. You were primarily now more of a hog man. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, I mean, because I've got my organization, and right. so, you know, our, our whole thing is we try to kill pigs, we try to help people kill pigs. Like, a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of folks that don't realize that, you know... To hunt a pig on public land in Alabama, really, you just need to pay thirty dollars yeah. to the state. Yeah, it's not much. And yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it's, twenty twenty for a, a small game license and ten for the WMA license. Yeah, thirty dollars and, and you're in. Yeah. And so, usually, it's a good gig too for out of state hunters because the out of state state license is not expensive. Yeah, and you can do it for just like a couple days yeah. or a week or something like yeah. that. So it's uh, 
But it's, yeah, so, you know, our big thing is, you know, we'll try to get folks out who've either A, never hunted, or B, have hunted, but don't really know where to get going out here. Right. And I'll just kind of bring them in. The nice thing with the boat is you're not going to lose them as easily. Um, well, and it's a big thing, too, from a legal aspect. If you've got new hunters, a lot of times if they haven't taken the hunter safety course in Alabama, they can hunt under the apprenticeship program. But they have to be within vocal control. Yeah, and you think like, what? How far is vocal control? Because yeah, you, yeah. you get a hill between you. You're yeah. now you, you could be yeah. close, but yeah. now so um, no, it, it works in a boat. It is nice to keep tabs on people. Well, and you, there's also a lot more control you have. You know, it's uh, anybody that I take that I don't have some knowledge of. You know, we go to the range, and I'll just make sure that I'm not gonna. I, I just don't get shot with my own gun. That's about, you know, that's just. About, just don't want to get shot in my own yard. Down. Yeah. Um, now, you mainly hunt hogs now. We, we did good on ducks this year. What would you say, um, kind of moving on to my little cheat sheet that I got going here, what's your favorite game animal to hunt? I would say ducks right now, man. Like wood ducks, we had a blast. Well, well all right, like the way that, uh, so with this duck season, yeah. one of the cool things um, the uh, is, you know, especially like with the boat, I can get up. With God in the morning, get up right there when, when God's waking up, yeah. and uh, get out and hunt ducks for the you know when the sun comes up because wood ducks are you know you see when they're when when or, or yeah, they're, see they're, usually, they're early birds. They, they are very early birds, and then once the sun's up, you know go out for pigs. You know just you know troll around you know looking for pigs. Yeah. Um, so I can you know kind of hunt two animals with one because I'm going to be out there for the pigs anyway. So it's kind of cool to have something and. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And you know it's it's a fun, it, it's you know you'll jump the ducks and uh, we had so much water this year that you would uh, you would see you would see where pigs are because the it'd be like Jurassic Park where the, the, the bushes are moving you could hear the pigs sometimes you could even smell the pigs you just couldn't see them yeah. and because uh, we had a long summer and then when it got cold it was like hey it's cold and the water's high now yeah it's high yeah. And uh, so it was, it was a really challenging year for those the way that I typically hunt a pig, and because yep. uh, I don't have land that I'm going to to, to go hunt them. I mean, if you had property, it'd be, right. it'd be a different just, moment. Yeah, just set up a trap. And you know, they, they tore them up. I don't know. I, I think you're on the the local hunting forum, but they've actually done really good at the places where you can walk in the land access since mm -hmm. the water's up so high those areas have produced fairly well this year I don't know if you've been keeping tabs on some yeah, yeah some people have killed some really great deer out there yeah yeah. Really there, was, there was a really nice deer shot at the, uh, the the right there behind the industrial area yeah is that where they did where they cut off all the there was some guy he, he was hunting on a uh, recent clear cut yep and killed that uh, like a monster buck it was a great public public land deer yeah they've done real well but, but the issue usually you're coming in from them by the water, you're hunting the shoreline. Mm -hmm. So when it floods, when the river jumps their banks, there's nothing. A big, big part of it was that this year in Alabama, you have to have 40 acres of dry ground to hunt it, or you're legally hunting by the flood water. Um, so there were several weekends where it, yeah, you're just just, it was shut down. Yeah, you're done if you you're hunting the swamp. You're not hunting the swamp. Yeah, unless you're <laughs> unless you're duck hunting. Yeah. Um, so I, and I would say we, we've both been getting bigger into ducks the past couple of years just because you notice so many of them while you're out on the rivers. Um, well, and wood ducks are, are fun because it's it's almost, it, it's a little bit like a little bitty turkey hunt sometimes. 
Yeah, calling them in. Yeah, calling them into decoys because they do call very well across the water. Is is my experience. They can. I mean, you know, sometimes you're like, no, but but yeah. once it, 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 like I said, it's like a turkey. Because sometimes a turkey's yeah. just like, you know what? I made you think yeah. that you were going to kill me, <laughs> but uh, no, but yeah. no. Yeah. So uh, it's just a fun extra animal, and you know, oh. but uh, I mean, you know, I think hogs are always fun, but just you oh, know, yeah. kind of like right now, ducks are kind of a new shiny toy for me. And I, I'm that way a lot too. My favorite animal to hunt is whichever one I'm looking it's, it's at. Like, yeah. That's, that's currently my favorite animal to hunt. Uh, if I'm squirrel hunting, yesterday I went out squirrel hunting. This summer it's going to be frogs. Frogs are going to be your favorite when we're gigging frogs. I, I, I like a good frog gigging. I like squirrel hunts. I like deer. Um, no, I mean, nothing really rivals the sense of satisfaction that you get to me when you connect with a good buck. Um, that's just that's just a pinnacle yeah, experience. Yeah. That's that's just that's hard to beat. It's hard um, to explain too. Like, to <coughs> it really is. I mean, people better, time. better, smarter, more eloquent people than me have tried to describe that feeling, and, and to me, falling short. Everybody who's experienced it, you understand when you finally wrap your hands around those antlers. Um, or just aiming at it, you know, and you're like, oh lord. It, yeah, I mean that that's an experience. But as far as just pure fun, um, small game, I, I enjoy. I've really, really enjoyed hunting ducks with Tim. Um, and some on my own. I live, I can sit on my porch and watch ducks out in my backyard. I live on on the edge of the swamp. Tim here is, you're what, two, three miles? You're not, not far. far. It's the crow flies. You're 10 minutes away from the nearest boat launch tops. I drive my vehicle like the crow flies, and so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <long. laughs> yeah. Uh, I live, literally, I can... It's I mean, off my porch, you know. Get into the river. Yeah, I can. <laughs> um, I can. You might not could, but I can. <laughs> You're a little younger than that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> you had a little more pressure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, kind of, kind of my thing is squirrel hunting, and um, I do enjoy that just because you get so many opportunities to do it, mm-hmm. and it's very easy. Any fool can go out and shoot a squirrel, but here in Alabama, the limit's eight, and so you do kind of have a test of skill to be able to do a morning hunt and come home with eight in your game vest. Eight's a lot. Eight's a lot. Um, and I'm really excited to saddle Palooza. In Georgia, the limit is 12. That's a whole lot. And That's three less than more. Scout's honor, I have never shot more than eight in a day, so I'm very excited. Um, it'll be a good time. To just continue. <laughs> uh, no, it's a uh, that was that's what was so great about when we did the Moorhead because uh, it's a fifteen bird limit. Yeah. Fifteen between the two of us, we, we killed thirty birds in an hour and a half. That's including paddling out. Yeah, yeah. Moorhands. If if you live in a place where you can hunt moorhands, most people don't know what a moorhand is or how to hunt it. They're a fun little hunt. They're, yeah, they're a fun. Um, if if you like dove, hunt. like if if you think that yeah. it, that dove hunting is fun and it's worth. All the everything you go through to, to kill a dove yeah. for those for the little bit of meat you get, which I'm not knocking that at all because yeah. dove dove oh, is yeah. delicious, but yeah. it is a lot. You yeah. are doing a lot for yeah a, a pretty small amount of meat. Yeah, Morhen's basically the same thing, just like an aquatic version. Yeah, they're tasty. Um, so so favorite animal right now ducks. Right now is ducks. I, I mean, you know, because it because it, it's mm-hmm. new and shiny. That's that's the main. You know, fair enough. Um, I, I think that. Probably, I mean, it, 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 and a lot of that has to do with it just being such a crappy year to hunt pigs the way that I normally do because you know when when you knock down three pigs at one thing, you you really feel like you know it's like you know what I can defend this country. That's right. Um, 
even though it's not really applicable at all. But not a bit. Not, not at all. I'm just, I'm just. I'm sure that can be considered offensive to well, some demographics. I'll bet it could be, but I'm just saying. You know, you, you get that. Uh, it's like I am a master of my weapon and the environment. That's true. But uh, it, is, it is nice as somebody who has doubled up on squirrels and wood ducks and stuff like that. It's always a good feeling. I've, I've never. I killed two deer with one bullet one time. But I've never, I've never fired three consecutive shots at a large game animal and killed three of them. So, I mean, I was in, when I did that. I did the three. I was in a tree, so you do have the benefit of looking at. It would be very challenging to do three oh, yeah. in the delta yeah. because as soon as they hear the shot, they scatter. Yeah, I mean, when I killed two, I did it because I killed the big sow and. Um, the Take other circle. Well, it, yeah, and and, yeah. and I mean, basically, that's the the brain of the operation. They yeah. all run, and then they're yeah. they're looking for the leader, and and they heard me yeah. dragging her towards the boat, and I heard them coming back, and I got a little nervous, and so I just dropped her, ran back to the boat, got my gun, I was like, I'm ready, and um, yeah, one of them jumped out, and I was like, You dead? You dead? So yeah, yeah, got two, um, but uh, usually you don't have that opportunity. Um, because it's just so thick. So if wood ducks are your favorite game animal. Right now. Okay. Right now, given the change, depending on what he's looking yeah, to shoot next. That's right. That's um, highly dependent on what I shoot next. What, what's your favorite, just so we don't paint hunters as bloodthirsty murderers, uh, what's your favorite non-game animal? What's your favorite? Human. Human? Human. Favorite non-game. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right there. <laughs> totally didn't become a psychopath after he shot that first deer. Totally. Ultimate game. Ultimate game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Like one of the things that I've tried that I've never been successful with, but it's still fun, is uh, like bow fishing. Yeah. I, I went out and I shot. But, that, but that's that's a game animal too. It is. Like I thought, catfish were not considered game animals. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm talking, Tim. What's your what's your favorite animal? Why is an outdoorsman is somebody with a love of nature? When you're if, if there was not and a, hunting if, humans, if, <laughs> if there was not a gun in your hand and you could not fulfill your bloodlust, if you were just out on a nature hike or a picnic or something, what what animals do you enjoy watching the most? Well, well what creatures would you let peacefully? The, okay, the creatures well, that peacefully frolic in the woods. Well, technically, it is a game animal, but it's it's kind of a weird game animal. It's fur bearer. So that's it's that's a game think, animal, but, but like otters, I think otters are, are I think otters are fun to watch. Otters uh, are dope. Yeah, well, and they're vicious. I mean, those guys. <laughs> they, it's like if they think they can kill it, they probably will. Yeah. Like I mean, they're very much like a, you know, and uh, I guess what I like about it is like I'll have like a group of otters will pop up and they try to scare me off. And I just think that's awesome that you got an animal that's about this big that's like you know what. That 16-foot boat, I'll bet I can take it. I think that's cool. Otters are dope. Yeah, I mean, you can find videos of otters killing uh, uh, snapping turtles, and the snapping turtle is bigger than the otter, yeah. and the otter kills it. And you're like, you know, you're killing essentially a prehistoric animal. It's hard to kill a reptile. It, well, yeah. especially a snapping turtle in the water. Yeah, that's and, uh you know, I mean, like baby alligators are susceptible to otter. basically anything smaller than an otter is definitely fair game for an otter, and some things that are bigger than otters are fair game for an otter. And I just, I think it's a cool animal. I think, I think the the fact that they'll challenge you, 
they challenge you and they stay cute at the same time. They, yeah. Like it's it's kind of like kinda like a toddler, really. Well, it, it's kind of like on uh, on Shrek, like like Puss in Boots. You know, he does the whole like you know holding his hat and he's got the big eyes and then he's like. Whoosh. I think that's kind of like an otter. We lost all credibility right there, Tim. Everybody loves Shrek. It's like parfait. Everybody loves parfait. <laughs> well, continuing with the uh, otters. <laughs> continuing with the trend of favorites. Um, most people prefer to hunt one way or the other, so we've established your favorite species. Mine, by the way, is a bluebird. Um, Hunting bluebirds? No, my favorite non-game animal. You know, on that... And bluebirds it, are probably delicious. If we had pieced this together earlier, I have a fantastic group of bluebirds that would be Yeah, I was actually right watching there. earlier when we were trying to do the podcast, and I noticed you had a little oh. bluebird on your gate. Well, I had a... But we get them up at my house. They like to hunt... Especially now the water's down mm-hmm. and the timber's real clean since they're site predators. Yep, they act about it. They, they are, and, they, and uh, I, I saw a bunch of them squaw on the other day. I, I like them. I like to watch them. I'm a bit of an amateur ornithologist, um, so I always enjoy some of the otter birds that you find in deep woods. See, otters. Otters. You like otters, too? I do like otters, too. Otter um, birds. I've seen otter, otter birds. birds. Huh. <laughs> 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 He's a slow one, folks. Ha. <laughs> I didn't have my drum set ready to. There we go. Um, but no, I, I, I like bird watching. I do like otters. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. See, the problem in Alabama is there's not a lot of non-game species. I know that's why I was like Alabama. Uh, Alabama. They'll let you. They'll, they'll let you kill they'll a good animal. Anything, Alabama. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's it right there. I mean, basically, what's funny is like. Uh, some of the prohibited animals are animals that that the state doesn't even recognize as being in the in True. the state. Like they're True. like you can't kill a cougar, but to the state of Alabama, cougars don't exist in Alabama. You're like, well, how can you even say that? Like, it's like that. so. So if someone had a caged cougar, the legal to shoot, to shoot it. Yes. Uh, continue our favorites. When you do shoot animals, do you prefer to miss animals with a gun or a bow? Um, I like to miss an animal with a with a gun because bullets are a lot cheaper than an arrow. This is true, and it's like like I reload. I've reloaded for years, and so you know I can pump out a lot of bullets, and I don't get my feelings hurt when when you shoot that carbon shaft and it it, it just goes away. It just leaves, and you're like. I, I know where it went. True. The back end of this thing's supposed to go $10 up. $10 for the shaft, $15 it just, for it just the broadhead, another $15 for the They don't let you buy just a broadhead. Why don't they let you buy a broadhead? That's <laughs> actually a very good question. You know, like, why can't you or buy you a... Could, or if you could just buy them a dozen at a time. Or, yeah, you'd be fine. But, like, but just a broadhead would be... They'll Manufacturers take to say it. Because they'll let you buy a um, field blunt... This is true. Yeah, like you can buy a, a single like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the, the, the little squirrel killer. Yeah. But yeah, you can't buy a. It's. I mean, I just feel like the market's totally missing. Right. Like, that's a, but but you do you pri- you primarily hunt with, in all seriousness you primarily hunt with gun right I mean, yeah I, I mean you, I, I, I would pretty much only hunt with uh, bows if 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 I'm forced to uh, right the uh, I, I'm not the I'm not a good enough hunter that I need to self impose handicaps. Uh, if, if, if I was killing so many animals that I was just like, gee, I'm just a little too good at this. Yeah, and then, you know, I'd, I'd be like, oh, let's 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 handicap myself. But I'd probably handicap myself with uh, with rifle. I mean, I've been shooting 
for a lot longer than I've been uh, hunting. And yeah. so I would probably handicap myself with like uh, with like actively pistol hunting before I would really try to just go with a bow. And well, like I said, barring you know you you can hunt earlier with a bow, so you know, I'll this do is that. true. This is true. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I'm maybe a little bit more on the bow hunter scale of things. Um, worked in an archery shop for a while. I, I do enjoy kind of self-imposed challenge to a certain extent, but I always... Yeah, until that deer runs away from you. Exactly, and that's, that's kind of my point. So the buck that I shot this year, I shot a nice little nine-point up at my lease, and out of the four deer that I killed this year, three of them, I killed them with a rifle in bow range. And I was like, man, I should have took my bow. Um, I shot it one opening day archery season. I had a bachelor group of bucks come out, and I flung an arrow and bounced one off of a vine. So maybe I'm not. Maybe that's the reason I don't bow hunt as much is because I suck at it. But uh, it's got to be a big branch for a bullet to bounce off. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's case in point. But uh, so I, I, I do bow hunt during bow season. I'll bow hunt some during early rifle season because the greenery is so thick in the woods. Yes, especially here. You're not you're not sacrificing that much range. Um, in but in the rut, the buck that I shot, the nine point that was cruising, he was a hundred yard shot, which was a pop shot for a thirty out six. Mm -hmm. But that would have been a very, very impressive bow shot if I'd have killed that deer walking through the woods mm -hmm. with a bow at a hundred yards. So uh, I think we share some common ground there. We're both about putting critters sideways on the ground, just yeah, I mean, whichever I, way's the best way. And to I do killed it. a, uh, I killed a, a boar with a with a bow, and I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty cool that you do it. But at the same time, I got lucky that. He went 20 yards and laid down under a palmetto. Yeah. Um, if I hadn't hit him exactly where I hit him, he could have gone. I mean, he, he could have just gone. Uh, you know, and it, part of it's just because it's really thick stuff. But, you know, the palmetto, palmettos grow thick. and yeah. It is it is very, very difficult train. Um here in South Alabama, it's very hot, it's very humid. There's a lot of poisonous plants, poisonous snakes, skeeters, ticks, chiggers. I'm sure you could go on brown recluse, ants, black widows, fire ants, fire ants from hell. Yeah, um, oh. and and sometimes I've South I've, America. We've hell. discussed we've discussed this. Yeah, same same yeah, same thing. Uh, <laughs> but we've we've talked how sometimes a, a critter that runs 20 yards, that's 20 yards too far. Yeah, well, especially when it's mud. And, yeah, you know, when they can lay down and water covers the top of them. Yeah. That's, that's a hard blood trail to follow. Well, and then, you know, pigs don't bleed like deer. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, they do physiologically, but right. it's it's not, it's hard to track them. Well, those bristles, I mean, there's a reason that you make paint brushes and shaving brushes. We talked about this a while mm -hmm. ago. There's that, that hair on them. It, soaks up hair very very well so well and also you, just you, where can, they're you at. can walk up to a pig and he'll be covered in blood just soaking every time you grab him to try to flip him to dress him he's just soaked in blood but none of that blood is coming off the pig and onto yeah. the ground or the brush well, but a so. drop of blood falling onto mud yeah is a uh, drop of, of, yeah, of falling blood on falling leaves. on leaves yeah. you know that's that's a that's a whole other thing you, know, you can actually follow that sure. you have to find it but you can't at least find it so you like that? You like a gun for stopping power? Yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm big on a mechanical injury. It's like I will sacrifice a shoulder just to drop that pig right there. Um, the uh, rotat, rotat, uh, because the propensity for just losing the animal is, right. is is reduced. In fact, I'm moving up in caliber uh, on my rifle just so that I'm putting a bigger bullet to just eliminate the mechanical 
ability of the animal to keep running. It's just, yeah. it, it, it'll just stop right there. I think there's something to be said for that. I think most people shoot smaller calibers better, but I think to a certain extent, you're better off sacrificing a little bit of that accuracy to gain a worst case scenario bullet instead of a best case scenario bullet. Well, and when your average shot is under 50 yards, yeah, this is you know, you, you really, you're, you're, you're losing a lot of the benefits of that small caliber. This is very true. Um, the, uh, I mean, a 100 yard shot out where, where we're typically hunting is a very long shot. I, I have taken the only 100 yard shot that I took this year, um, they had, they've actually recently, I think, I think I told you this, they, they've cleared our timber mm. at our lease, so you can shoot a lot further than you usually could. Usually at my lease, if you're shooting 100 yards, it's because you shot down a 100-yard <laughs> shooting lane that you went and cut. Yeah, right. On public land, you're obviously not getting to do that. Um, so yeah, a gun in the thick terrain that we hunt, I, I think that a gun is, is a better choice. That being said, we both have bows. We killed really animals nice, with bows. Have killed animals with bows. You got a very nice Matthews no cam that you were over at my house a while back shooting, and uh, I shoot an Elite Synergy, and um, we went fuzzy. Oh, did we? Hang on. Ah, there we go. Ah, I might, I might have leaned forward too far. Fuzzy vision. I know. Actually, speaking of fuzzy, how much time we got? Oh, we got a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> we'll trust you our questions. Uh, absolutely. So we talked about, you know, basic hunting history, how we met. Um, your favorite game animal, your favorite non-game animal. Yeah, we ran into some troubles with that question. Um, it's not troubles, it's an honest answer to an honest question. Fair enough. Um, let's see, what's a, what's a good follow-up? Um, hmm. Okay, so here's one that kind of ties into your favorite game animal. Okay. So everybody, me and you hunt rougher conditions. We, we've hunted some less than ideal conditions. Um, I know me personally, if it's raining but I got the day off, I'm going hunting. Mm -hmm. If it's freezing cold and I got the day off, I'm going hunting. If it's 97 degrees outside and I got the day off, I'm probably going hunting. Um, but, and, and all hunts are good hunts. I, I do not regret any time that I've ever spent in the woods. But for you and the way that you hunt, describe what a perfect hunt would look like. Briefly, because we're right Five mile an hour wind cloud cover one of those gray days um to me that's that's about perfect because you're gonna have wind like when you're out on the delta there's right. there's gonna be wind so just pick how how much you want what what time of the day are you hunting uh i mean i get up if i'm just hunting pigs uh so I, that would be your perfect hunt would be a pig hunt uh actually my perfect hunt would be the i, I i've really stumbled across it this last year doing the uh i'm gonna use a big word on you here the uh, the bifurcated um uh Going for the uh, ducks in the morning, and then you know pigs in the uh, in the in the you know after the right. sun's up. Right. Um, it's just fun because you know you've um, because while you're going out for pigs, you know like sometimes you know you'll hear that that flap 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 flap, flap and you're like oh snap there's some ducks around this corner <laughs> oh the lord and so you know. Um, and so it's just fun because it's a little just more action. Yep. Uh, any any hunt where you, you don't know what's around that next corner, that's what's cool about that delta is you just don't know. It's Anything true. could happen around that it's next true. little bend. And uh, when you're doing, when if you're hunting more than one animal at a time, it kind of opens that up. Your, your odds of the animals that are in your scope of, uh, of hunting 
could just be around that next corner. So you get that anticipation. I, I just to me that's but everything's nice when the sun's not blaring. This is true. This is true. So my my hunt's a little different. I do enjoy targets of opportunity and long walks on the beach. I enjoy long walks. I, I, I hate Sam. I hate Sam. Um, you got a greedy kitty once, didn't you? Anyway, um, I enjoy targets of opportunity, uh, but I have developed an appreciation getting back into um, the, the appreciation you get when you shoot a big buck. So my perfect day would be about 20, 30 degrees outside, crisp, clear, cold day. Good steady wind, like you're saying. I'd like probably closer to 10 mile an hour just because at that point it gets really consistent. Mm. Um, less than that, thermals and eddying wind currents and stuff like that kind of override. I like a good consistent north wind, um, cold, crisp morning. And there's a great sense of satisfaction to me when you hunt those clear bluebird late right days and a buck comes out doing what you thought he would be doing. Uh, that, that to me that has become a thing in, in when he reads years. your script yes yeah. when they're when they're when everything goes according mm -hmm. to the plan and I've, I've been blessed that I've had more hunts that way in the past several years where deer not only show up but they show up from the direction you think they're going to show up doing about the things you're going to show up um, and that kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier where the game animal in front of you is your favorite game animal so my most recent successful hunt was actually that old because you were griping Gimpy, about deer a little bit earlier this year. And, I was. And I was actually, killing, I was, you're like, I love deer. I was actually, I was actually <laughs> mad at them until I started stacking them up. So, uh, like, but, I'm not hunting deer. I had, I've killed him. I'm only hunting deer. I, I had two. I had that spike buck. He came actually mm -hmm. right from the direction. He was following the edge of the ridge on a very cold day like that. And then that nine point that I killed, he was working a scrape line about 100 yards off of a food source. And then more or less, he came from the direction I had set up in my saddle to face. Um, so that that's that's very rewarding. Um, yeah, clear clear cold days. Late Cold's rides. always nice. Cold is always because we don't get any of it in Alabama, yeah. so it always is special. Uh, Feels yeah. productive for some reason. So so quick run through. Um, maybe now y'all kind of have a feeling for who we are, what we do, how we hunt, how little we know about hunting. And that's a very yes, absolutely. <laughs> It's our our hunts are not that much different from our attempts from our not at hunting. a podcast, right? Because this started out as a podcast and it became a, a YouTube video. Yeah. And most of our hunts they start out a hog hunt and then they turn into a duck hunt, or it starts off a duck hunt and then it turns into just. But something sometimes it just turns into a trip to the Waffle House. You with, know, with a side sometimes detour. time is yeah. the only thing that that, that got killed. Sometimes, sometimes. That's okay. Though. We usually manage There's to kill. We, we usually manage to kill some, some scattered and smothered. Though. Yeah, yeah. Scattered. Yeah, we, we kill some scattered and smothered at the local Waffle House. Um, so we, we we got a few minutes left All right. before we hit our self-imposed limit. <clears throat> Very important question: Do you or do you not believe in Bigfoot? And defend your answer. I'm a um, Bigfoot agnostic. Um, I'm a Bigfoot Gnostic. Okay. Big, big, I'm a big Gnostic. Um, I think that it's arrogant to assume that we are aware of all of the animals and, and life forms on this planet. Um, that, I mean, you know, the fact that, you know, the coyote was able to be, uh, you know, a little dog that lived in the South 
west and then when people started moving was able to cover the entire continent which was not anticipated or or planned you know just the whole you know nature finds a way that being said i would need to see bigfoot to truly believe so if bigfoot is god i'm probably in trouble because i'm very much a uh doubting thomas yeah for bigfoot i need to see him as far as having seen him i will i will clear everything up for you i have drank beer on the riverbank with bigfoot i'm just gonna leave it at that so he exists he can be found around the locale of evergreen alabama he's a nice fellow i still need to see him I can't take second hand. You see, the reason you ain't seen him is because he don't, don't hang out. Drink moonshine. He don't hang out with people to drink ginger beer. I don't drink you know? moonshine and eat uh, roadkill. That's why. This is true. Hey, hurt my feelings. I just hurt my feelings. I just there's all sorts of hallucinogenic things that can happen with fungal growth. This is true. So our next very serious question: um, a hypothetical situation to test your skills as a hunter. Okay. okay. So you have recently taken the Pig Latin 2.0. Yes, that's boat number two. That is boat number two. You have gone out at one of your hidey holes that I will not disclose, and you have managed to connect with a pig. A big one. A big, big, a really big, how big do you want to be? 400 pounds? No, no, that's, let's go like a a, a 210. Okay, 210. It weighs what I weigh. Arbitrary. 210, big hog. So you've shot this big hog. And you've tied the boat off, and you got up on the bank, and you're cleaning this hog, and you've left your primary weapon in the boat, okay. so that you can more efficiently deal with the pig. Right. You got your gloves, so you yeah. don't get brucellosis and all that stuff. And you hear the palmettos wrestle, and you look up in front of you. <laughs> Happens all the time. And you look up, and you're staring at a velociraptor. Not like the real life, like dog size. Okay, that was my so 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 the the Utahraptor. Okay, Utahraptor. You know what? (laughs) Your hypothetical question needs to be. Yeah. Okay. So you're staring at a Velociraptor. Utahraptor. You turn to the boat, and there's two more that have flanked you. What do you do? What's your next move? Well, first, I'm going to think about what I ate for lunch because now I'm seeing animals that have been extinct for uh, you know million billions. Or millions, a long time. Um, but uh, you know, if that thing goes, and I can smell its its you know, Komodo dragon breath. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if I'm that close, I'm probably already screwed. But yeah, yeah, I don't go into the woods without my ten millimeter on my side. It's a uh, it's the Glock forty, which is ten millimeter because that's not confusing at all, guys. At Glock, but. Um, the uh, so and I, I mean I load my own ammunition so you know it's a 180 grain projectile moving at about uh, 1350 feet per second um, I'm going to do my damnedest to at least get three shots off because I'm probably going to go down because you know I mean the whole point of a pack animal is to take down a single animal so I'm probably going to get taken down because if, if at that point um, but the very first thing I'm going to do is step away from the pig because the pig should be what they technically want to go for. Because they're a predator. Predators usually go for a, a downed animal, a freshly downed animal. Because most, most predators are scavengers as well. So the first thing I'm going to do is step back from that. If they're maintaining their focus on me, 
then I'm going, I would at least like when they find where they've eaten my entrails first and then have worked their way up to kill. So, you know, that I've at least squeezed off. I want to at least have three rounds squeezed off. Oh. Um, and uh, I, I also, you know, have my, my little knife that I kind of have like in the small of my back that I don't do it to be cool. It's just, it's a great place for a knife to not get in your, in your way. So, you know, I mean, ideally, you know, pop, 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 and that can at least... And then they might go full Chris Pratt with... Uh, well, what, really what I'm thinking yeah. is then I can come here and just jab it right into my <laughs> own neck. See, now you're getting, you're skipping straight to the Nutter Buster strategy, which would just be to slip my own throat with an Avalon knife. Well, see, because I, I don't want that to be the first thing I do, because if I go pop, 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 and this animal from the late Cretaceous that should have never ever heard a gunfire in its life, which is going to be the loudest thing it's probably ever heard, that should terrify it. Because most animals do not like the sounds of, of gunfire. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that the velociraptors in the movies don't give a well, but I don't think they care. That's the thing, though, is what what separates um, like a uh, like a, a lizard from a snake is that a lizard has ears. That's ears and eyelids. Um, and so for a predator that has ears, that's probably going to be a pretty important thing for it. It's going to be sensitive to that. A, like a, when they talk about like a, an animal being gunshot, it's because it's not accustomed to gunfire. That's why I want my three shots, because then you're going to be able to tell a lot. That's true. And you could be hallucinating. You might shoot the first shot, well, flowers might come out of your barrel, exactly. and you might disappear into pixie dust, and I would have just killed myself. And you just and, killed yourself because and, you ate moldy bread. Yeah, and they'd have been wondering why did he just randomly slit his throat on the riverbank. But see, like by the by the first, you know, did I eat moldy bread? No, because I don't like to eat moldy bread. And then B, well, there's a dead animal here. He's like, I can walk away as, hey, this animal's yours. Um, you said, you know, most animals they they would prefer to to not risk injury because I would imagine that if these are the velociraptors from the uh, from the movie then they're also absurdly intelligent for no good reason. Um, the, uh, I'm just saying, they, they, they really kind of made them smarter than I think that made, made sense. But uh, they would recognize that this is a fresh animal, that there's essentially no risk of injury here. So why would we attack this thing that clearly killed this, this large, you know, 200-pound animal that they, they should have already killed, so. I would, I would say a very feasible second option for you would be just to I would also engage. defecate on myself, too, because that's, that's also, <laughs> usually will we'll also, I mean, that might not be part of the plan, but it's probably going to happen. Uh, could, I mean, I was going to say, you could, while you were doing that, you could also just engage them in civil discourse, and they would probably decide that, yeah, <laughs> this, this is, uh... I think you answered the spoof questions more seriously than you answered the legitimate questions. Well, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, we, you, know you, you, you put a full question out yeah. there, you're going to get, you know, I, I got I to ring it in, ring exactly, reel it back exactly, in for you. Exactly. You're attacked by a tiger. What do you do? Well, how big is the tiger? Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, is it a tiger? Are we talking a Tasmanian tiger? Because that's not even a cat. Yeah. It's not, it's, I mean, it's extinct. So once again, are you hallucinating? Well, Tim, it is been very pleasant. Our viewers will have no doubt noticed that it was blue in the background before. Yeah. And it's, it's not our it's not our green screen and special effects. We've talked till it's dark. We're both out of drinks. You you've got a very pleasant family that you have to get back with and I have my wife has made some amazing dinner. You're welcome oh, to uh, 
Welcome to stay if you'd like. I've I've got uh I've got food at my house as well that must be eaten. They don't like it when you make food and you don't eat it. <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> True story. Yeah, I'm gonna Tips go. from the trenches. I, well, I've actually got some... Uh, I'm going to rub this in your face. I'm actually eating venison tonight. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Is this one you killed or someone killed... Killed for me? No, for this, is, this is not a road kill here. Okay. This is, uh, this is, this is the... Uh, I think this is the nine point, actually. This I was going to say vehicularly damaged. This is, old, this is old Gimpy Leg. So I'm eating one of his three legs. One of the three. That was a good deer. Yeah, that's, that, that, was a, that was a good deer. The missing a leg thing's kind of cool. I, I enjoyed that. But it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, if nothing else, don't know if the viewers will care for it, but I have enjoyed our time as usual. Yeah, and, and we'll try to make this not a video because I don't know yeah. if YouTube will let us put an hour video out. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to stare at your uh, man nipples for an hour anyway, Tim. So you want me to cover them right there for you? There we go. Just, you just stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we get fuzzy we leave you <laughs>